This is Darren Davis, founder and senior leader of the Harbor Church in South Florida, and you are listening to the Harbor Church Podcast. For more information about this podcast and others, visit us online at harborchurch.org. Enjoy the podcast. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to a Harbor at Home Sunday where we focus on engagement and connection with one another. What a joy to be with you on this Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. We just want to honor you and celebrate you today. It's very true that the hand that rocks the cradle truly does rule the world. And we're actually going to take a look today um, just to set up um, dialogue amongst us. Um, at this concept, we're going to take a look at this concept called entrusted. You know, the amazing thing uh, and privilege that we have, as moms have, is to be entrusted with the life of someone else. And this is something that the father has actually given over to his bride, the bride of Christ, um, that nurturing aspect of the kingdom of God. He's given over to the bride the entrustment of his kingdom to their care so that the world can be impacted for his his glory. So we're going to jump in. I'm just going to start right off. Matthew 11, if you have your Bibles, you can turn there. Verses 25 through 27, Jesus is speaking and he just declares, Father, thank you that you are Lord. So again, just a reminder here, everything Jesus does is as an example for us. So he is showing us the way, if you will. So he's saying, Father, thank you for you are Lord. You are ruler over all things. You are supreme. In fact, he says you are the supreme ruler over heaven and earth. And then he gives some insight into where he he wants us to, to, to be drawn. He says, and you have hidden the great revelation of your authority, which is his transforming power, his ability to bring life Um, from dead things, um, from those who are proud and wise in in their own eyes. So he he just gives us a clue here that, hey, the reason oftentimes we can't see, we can't hear, we can't understand, we can't perceive is because of pride and that we want to look through the lens of our own hearts versus his lens. And then he says, instead, you have shared it with these who humble themselves. And he's talking specifically about the original disciples in that time. But now he's also, he's also referencing us, the ones that would come after them. And so this is very important to know. So this is, a, this is a message for us. Verse 26, he says, Yes, Father, your plan delights your heart as you've chosen the way to extend your kingdom. So if he's the, the supreme ruler of all, it's the, it's, it's, his kingdom is simply the kingdom or the king's domain or the father's rule in the earth. And he's chosen the way on how this is going to actually happen on the earth. Now look at this. This is what I want you to focus in on today. He says, by giving it to those who have become like trusting children. So we're being entrusted with something because of trust that resides in our heart. Childlike trust in what Father has done, what Jesus has opened up to us. And now he has entrusted the care of his kingdom to those who come in humility to walk in this way. Now, 
Jesus then, after this, models for us how we can reveal the Father to the world or advance his kingdom and his rule within this earth. Our spheres of influence, our our families, our neighborhoods, our workspaces, our social relationships. We've been given opportunity there um, to advance the Father's kingdom. And he's going to now show us what that looks like. Verse 27, he said, you have entrusted me with all that you are and all that you have. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. You have to take this on the inside of of your heart and your mind and belief system that truly the Father, who is the supreme ruler of all things, has entrusted you with all that he is and all that he has. In fact, the disposal of every kingdom privilege and authority has been given to us uh, because of Christ in us, this, this rulership of the lordship of God on the inside of our lives. That is absolutely amazing. And then he says, no one fully and intimately knows the Son except the Father, and no one fully and intimately knows the Father except the Son. So he's just giving example of this relational engagement, which, because at the end of the day, it, this is not primarily about us advancing the kingdom. That is secondary to relationships. So, you know, the father knows us um, as his sons and daughters, and we know him as our father. And out of that relationship, that's where the overflow of us being able to be entrusted with this responsibility to, uh, to advance his kingdom begins to happen, which is such a beautiful thing. And then he says, but the son is able this here, here's the last little bit here for you. The son is able to unveil the father to anyone he pleases. So now because of this empowerment, this divine enablement that we have in intimacy and relationship with God, we're able to advance his kingdom to any and everyone that comes across our path. Anything is possible. So how do we do that? Really quick look at, at because at the end of the day, this is loving people, and that's broken down into three things, compassion, calling, and contribution. And I just want to touch on those briefly because it's going to be some good conversation for us to get into. So since we've been given this mandate, we need to know practically what does it look like to actually do it? Because everything I've said so far is just kind of an ethereal concept. But let's move into the practice of this. So the advancement of his kingdom is just simply loving people. That is... That is driven by first and foremost compassion. And compassion is ascribing value to each and every person created in the image of God. So if we can't see that someone created in the image of God has value and they're driven by compassion, there's no, we're just stuck right there. So this is where God begins to open our heart, gives us eyes to see people through his eyes instead of through where they currently find themselves which ends up, if we stay there, then that's just piety and judgment and condemnation and religiosity thrives in that place. But God wants us to see potential because of value in the lives of people that yet do not know him. So that's number one. Number two, we need to then come to grips with this thing called calling, which is living out the new commandment of loving people as he has loved us. That's the simple thing. So calling, it's not a particular assignment because assignments may change, roles may change, but the foundational calling over every believer is to love people as he has loved us. And then lastly, 
we collectively um, bring contribution to the table here. And that's where there's a connection of our heart to his heart through the giving of our time, our talents, and financial resources to the advancement of the kingdom. You see, if, if there's no skin in the game, if there's no connection, um, we can't really say that, that our hearts are connected to what he's up to. So these are the three practices. Uh, practice, compassion, calling, contribution, and where God is, is taking his church. In fact, the other day I was talking to someone, I'll end with this story, that was telling me about a church that they're a part of, that, that found out that within three months they've got to move out of the current facility they're in. And at first I was like, oh my gosh, that's, that's so intense that that has to happen so fast. But then I said, so are they even prepared for this at all? And he said, actually they are, because they're a very tight-knit community And he said this, it blew my mind away. He said, all 100% of the people that attend that church are givers into the work of the kingdom through that ministry. And so they're positioned well for a moment like this. And so this is where I believe God is bringing us into unity in the nurturing heart of God to see others through the lens of of his spirit, to recognize that it's our calling to love these people out of that compassion that he's given us. And then to collectively contribute through the giving of our time, because love looks like something, the giving of our talents, because love looks like something, and the giving of our treasure, our financial resources, because love looks like something to the world. Let's let the nurturing nature of God through his bride be exemplified to the world so that the kingdom of God can be advanced through us, which is his purpose on the earth. God bless you guys and have an amazing conversation. Thanks for tuning in to the Harbor Church Podcast. I hope that you were enriched, inspired, and blessed by what you heard. Please subscribe on the podcast app and be sure to follow us on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also download our Harbor Church mobile app. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.